Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. On today's wrestling news, we've got the truth behind CM Punk and AEW. Is MJF on the verge of a return to AEW? Charlotte Flair comments on Sasha Banks walking out in WWE. And the IC title is finally going to be defended on pay-per-view. You heard that right. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? It's my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan and Salty Sea Dog to talk all things wrestling news. But before we get into it, make sure you like the video, comment down below what you think of all today's stories, subscribe to the channel and links to each story is in the description. Click them and off you go. Uh, but first up, obviously, big news. Everybody's heard about it. CM Punk and AEW. I'm sure you've all heard the story right now, but just in case, he basically went off scripts on Dynamite, calling out Hangman Page. Wasn't supposed to happen. There are kind of real-life issues, apparently, between the two. Um, reports that CM Punk isn't happy backstage at AEW, like, and there was even fears uh, that he would no-show the event, or even like p- people thinking that he would quit the company entirely. Um, well, Wade Keller... Uh, has quite a big update on his PW Torch VIP audio show. Um, so he reports that uh, Tony Khan was in Punk's locker room for quite a while um, on Wednesday afternoon, obviously before AW Dynamite. Um, there were also reports that uh, Punk didn't seem like agitated or distracted at the time, um, or that he wasn't like his usual si- uh, self right before Dynamite started. So it didn't seem like anything was on his mind or uh, that he was like stressed about anything, things like that. Uh, So Wade Keller also went on to say that somebody I talked to today said that the wrestlers in general do not feel like it is beyond Tony Khan and others to do another worked shoot type thing. Uh, And he just said he didn't think that that was the case here. So you might might be playing this up but people don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility uh, for Tony Khan to be doing more work shoot type things Mm -hmm. Um, his source went on to say uh, just to keep that in the back of your mind that even if there is a beef they might think hey let's amplify this Um, so it's just a couple of contextual things there about what was going on behind the scenes in uh, Dynamite on Wednesday that Punk didn't seem agitated backstage Mm -hmm. to people and 
it's not beyond the realms of possibility for Tony Khan to think, let's take this, let's make it much bigger than it is, uh, and let's beef it up for everybody to create some buzz. Um, obviously, doesn't mean that everything is good behind the scenes. Mm. Uh, they're still all based on actual real issues. Um, but Wakeless Sauce did go on to say uh, that let's just see how things play out once we understand why the Punk Moxley match was put on early mm. and all that. Let's see how this plays out because it might turn out like, yeah, there was something there, but then they extended it and amplified it beyond the point of resolution because they thought it would be believable and create a buzz. I, oh, this is such um. An interesting one to approach because I, I, I love when this kind of drama does unfold and it, it, on my screen, on a Dynamite episode, whatever it is, because yeah. there's just something about that grey area, isn't there? It's one of those things. Even if it's just a tiny little flicker of animosity, if you can heighten that up and really just imbue it into the actual programme itself, it makes it instantly 20 times more compelling just to see it go down because every punch, every just pipe bomb just feels like it's got that little bit of an extra edge to it. And that's what we saw with the Punk and Moxie stuff. There's stuff with Punk just on his own calling out pang, um, Hangman straight away at the start of Dynamite. So I like to think that maybe there is, not like to think, but I assume there is some genuine beef there behind the scenes. It's something that Tony Khan's got a real job on his hands just trying to make sure that everyone's singing from the same hymn sheet, really, because you've got to all be pulling yeah. in the same direction just to keep the show like watchable and not just from going over and becoming this crazy anarchy and chaos like you don't want that but equally there's a lot of big egos there you can tell his prize boy is punk the fact they didn't say that belt off him when he when he got injured he definitely wants to still have him as a focal point of the company because as punk said himself he's the cents and dollars of the the, the promotion right now so you don't want to just completely throw him under the bus and it's it's a tough one he's just trying to manage these people and it's not an easy job and I don't know. It's it's one of those things. I, I I wouldn't put it past Khan, like like Keller saying there to to maybe develop this into a workshop thing, just to take advantage of it. Because why wouldn't you? Like it just yeah. makes everything that much more interesting when you know there's some real life stuff there behind the scenes. But I think the fact that a certain other person that we're going to get to right now, well. Could I be was evolved, just going to say, like, you just need to look. He has done this before in the MJF situation that kind of was a work and then turned into a bit of a shoot on TV and then he cut that promo, but then he, like, disappeared off TV. It's like it's a, it's a fine line that you're running when, you do, when you're doing things like this and, like, juggling those kind of egos. Yeah, and I think we could be on the verge of the mother of all elaborate works because he, Tony Khan may just be about to pull off a combo two-for-one work shoot, Phil. This might be happening because as we're seeing here, as reported like doing the rounds uh, through the Wrestling Observer, they've reported this. It looks like MJF could be on the verge of a return to AEW too. This is huge. So that's another thing. Like, There's no real comments as to when it's going to be, the exact time, why, what angle, what program, anything like that. A lot of people are assuming maybe you just throw them in there and into this Punk Moxie situation. Maybe that's why the match is going down next week, the, the unification match, because he could get involved and then he could get put into the mix when it comes to All Out. There's so many possibilities. That's why we love it. But it was noted that the negotiations for a new AEW TV deal will likely begin in a few months' time and uh, going into the spring that is so the recent drop in ratings that have been well, experienced on AEW just as a whole right now is not coming at the best of time so it's looking like Tony Khan's going to try and bring back the likes of MJF Adam Cole the Hardys even just to try and boost some ratings for the most part because he's a bit 
a bit upset, a bit disheartened by the fact that the likes of Brian Danielson, CM Punk, even Kenny Omega returning this week hasn't made a massive dent on the ratings. It hasn't really seen a big spike or anything like that. Things are just kind of leveling out and just, they, they're, not, they're, not, they're performing pretty well. Let's not, let's not just completely bury the company here. They're still doing really well with the ratings, but they're not performing as well as perhaps they'd like right now. They're very ambitious. Um, so it's, it remains to be seen what's going down with this MJF stuff, but it is looking like he is set to come back and my god he could not have chose a better time could he yeah it is very interesting to throw mjf into the mix of all of this stuff that's going on as well but it's been it's been a while now he's been missed from tv ever since that promo it's going to be fascinating to see how they bring him back whether he's going to be a face or a heel but it's it's about time i'm mm -hmm. very much ready to see mjf back on my aw tv right now uh but moving over to wwe for a bit Mm -hmm. um, Charlotte, he was on uh, the Broken School Sessions with Stone Cold Steve Austin, obviously, last night. Uh, and she was talking about Sasha Banks and Naomi uh, when they obviously walked out on WWE. And I'm just going to quote from it, so I'm just going to mm -hmm. read it out. Uh, so she says, I haven't been there because I left after Backlash and I know that uh, what it's like to jump on social media and read all these headlines that are so far from the truth. So I don't know what happened. What I can say is I can't imagine never wrestling Sasha again. That would be hard for me to compartmentalize because we started together. She's my Ricky Steamboat. Uh, um, so interesting comments that she just couldn't imagine not wrestling mm -hmm. Sasha Banks within WWE uh, ever again. Uh, she went on to talk about how, about her dropping the belt on SmackDown in that like, now infamous segment mm -hmm. with Becky Lynch where she threw the belt on the ground, or so it seemed. Uh, but she also said that um, you've got two women that want to be the best, that want that mm -hmm. top spot. Uh, I wish I could sit here and tell you that I did it on purpose. But if people need me to be that bad guy, I'll be that bad guy. Things happen on screen. I would never go on a scripted television show and purposely do something like that. It was accidental. So she dropped the belt accidentally, mm. apparently. Um, however, she did go on to say that she, the one thing she does regret is picking it back up again, though, uh, because she feels like her character would never have done something yeah. like that. She never would have actually picked it up. Like, why would she not make Sonya Deville do it? Because she like she gets someone to hold the ropes out for her. Like, she's egotistical. She gets everything, everybody to do everything for her. Why, should, why would she have gone and picked up that belt? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's one of those things. I think if you look at, if you watch this interview, it's a great interview. Like it's about an hour and twenty, and um, Charlotte's really honest all the way through. I think even whether or not that is actually what happened with the, the accident of the drop of the belt, that that could just be a bit of like damage limitation. But in general, she she kind of critiques some of the stuff that she did in the past, what she'd change, what she what she'd um, do differently. And I think it's just a real what's and all interview. And I thought she comes she comes across pretty well in it, to be honest. She feels like she's finally quite comfortable in her own skin. So I think it's definitely worth a watch. The, the, I think they're the major points that you mentioned there, but there are still a few little nuggets. A lot of stuff that she talks about, like the tragedy of the family and everything they went through, um, like just as she was heading into WWE. It's just, it's good. It makes for a, a compelling watch. So check it out. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. But Indeed. another thing, another like big thing that's happened over the last couple of hours is SmackDown. SmackDown's 1,200th episode. And we had a big old fatal five-way to decide the number one contender for the IC Championship. For Clash at the Castle, it's happening on a pay-per-view. We're actually going to get this belt defended at a pay-per-view. Gunther is going to put it on the line against Sheamus. It's going to be Sheamus. He was in a match with Happy Happy Baron Baby Corbin. I, don't, I just misread that because I'm, I'm very tired this Saturday morning. Uh, Ricochet, Madcap Moss, and the hometown hero himself, Sami Zayn. The reception he got in Montreal was frankly absurd. Was it was white hot. <laughs> Great crowd. Loved it. Um, and yeah, Sheamus just hit, hit a broke kick late in the day. Smashed Corbin's face and now we're going to get probably the most physical IC championship match in the history of mankind because it's Gunter and Sheamus I can't recall these two fighting that much I don't know if it may have happened on the independence many moons ago maybe it has happened in WWE and I've just missed it but for me it feels like an exciting thing it's going to be happening so that card now has got the IC title match and that's the first time it's going to be defended on pay-per-view or premium live event sorry uh, since Wrestlemania 37 Wow. WrestleMania 37, Phil. April 2021. Insane. And the title, the champions appeared on pay-per-view because that was Survivor Series 2021. It was Nakamura. He uh, defeated Damian Priest by DQ, but it was champion versus champion, so the belts weren't defended. So this is the first time it's been defended on pay per premium live event per view in a long time, <laughs> Phil. Going well, this. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, this is ridiculous. And obviously, uh, thanks to Triple H, like he was doing those promo packages for the belts and things, trying to make them feel important mm-hmm. for a change uh, and they'll finally get it on pay-per-view but what a, what a match to do it on Sheamus versus Walter it's something that like it's not, for some reason it's not twigged in my mind it's something no. that could have happened no. and, now it's, and now I know it's going to happen I'm like holy hell I want to see this like Sheamus comes out of like a normal match covered in welts what's he going to look like coming out of a match with Gunther two they big gonna, tomatoes I can't wait they are going to destroy each other and I personally cannot wait yeah. we're going to be there to Phil we're going to see it in the flesh we are indeed hear every chop oh. <laughs> we are indeed uh, but moving over to your Twitter questions uh, to end the video the first mm-hmm. one comes from Reese Macy who says uh, with CM Punk unhappy and Papa H in charge now could we see him return to fight Cody in WWE maybe not <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with a no. Sorry. <laughs> Just why not? No, I think Cody needs to be doing other things. <laughs> yeah, away from and, that. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter who's in charge. Punk's never going back to the no, WWE. Ever. No, that's, no. That, that's a no. Yeah, so that's an easy one. No. <laughs> that's an easy one. Next question. Uh, from Prakash uh, Chandraka, who says, uh, do you think Triple H would move Gunther to NXT Europe? 
and who's your favourite to win the IC title? I think there's two questions there. There's a, there's a could he do it, which in theory he could, maybe just for a brief period and just take him on there just to give a bit of star power over to NXT Europe. Should he? No, because mm-hmm. I like Gunter on the main roster right now because I think he's killing it. Yes. I think he's been so good. Like I don't want him to permanently move over to Europe right now for the NXT Europe thing, even though ironically he didn't want to come over to the US for years and then finally did. That's hidden. neither here nor there. Keep him on SmackDown. Keep him killing people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the same way. Uh, I, I personally think he should beat Sheamus. I think mm-hmm. it's a really good victory for Gunther to have, like a big name for him to beat. Um, but also, like I could see them doing, like when Cesaro or Finn Balor like went over to mm. NXT UK, just for the odd one-off or something yeah. like that. I could see them doing that, like maybe going back to do like uh, Gunther versus Ilya Dragunov on the first NXT Europe Why not? show or whatever it's going to actually look like. Like something like a marquee match and then goes over for one shot and then comes back. Just I see them the doing pop. that, but absolutely not going to go there full time. I think he's pretty firmly set on the WWE main roster right now and all the better for it. Yeah, definitely. And uh, the final question of the day comes from Dave the Mark who says, Morning Phil, will the What Culture crew be attending Royal Quest 2 and what is your dream New Japan uh, Brit Rest matchup? For that show, and I think there's only one answer to this. Uh, A, yes, we are going to be going to it, obviously. Uh, but B, the only Brit Rest versus New Japan match anyone could ever possibly want. Miller versus Tamatonga. Bucket right, goddamn now. It's been long enough. Damn it, we need our revenge. I can't, I can't argue with that. Can't add a better suggestion. Let's just get behind it. Let's will it into existence. It must yeah. happen. He's over in Texas right now, isn't he, Mr. Miller? He's, he's, he's smashing he is, mic. yeah, wrestling for uh, Thunder Rose's uh, company. As you I can't do. remember what they're called. Uh, but that is quite exciting. So yeah. he's traveling the world with his wrestling. And very much good luck to him. I think he's wrestling tonight. Uh, but yeah, it's got to happen. Mm. Miller versus Tamatonga. Let's make it happen. Let's... Get the New Japan buses for like, listening to us for some reason and make it happen. And then it'll, let, it'll happen. And then, sure. let, then let's get Miller then into the middle of the ring at Clash of the Castle for the for the, the second match for the IC title after Sheamus so we can get chopped yeah. by Gunter in the middle of the Principality Stadium. Let's will it. Will it yeah. into existence. And then when AEW inevitably do a UK pay-per-view, let's get him on that as well. Yes. Just get yeah. him everywhere. Yeah. Why, Why not? not? Book the man. First person to wrestle for New Japan, AEW and WWE in the Easy. same year. That's what Easy. should happen. It's going to happen. Inevitable. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, that's the end of the video. Thank you very much for joining us. If you want, you can comment down below what you think of all of today's stories, including your dream, Brit Rest versus New Japan people. Uh, and who else you would want to see Miller wrestle in New Japan? You should just wrestle them all. Uh, you can follow us over on Twitter. Uh, I am at FillMyChambers. Gareth is... At GMorgan04. And we're all at WhatCultureWWE. Subscribe to the channel, like the video, watch loads more videos. Ups and Downs for Rampage and SmackDown are coming right now. Uh, filmed from a weird location in uh, Texas, you will see on the videos. It looks a bit strange. Um, but thank you very much for joining us. Have yourselves a bloody good day. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.